Blessed be God, who enables us, through the Holy Spirit, to praise his holy name. Let us therefore bless the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, by proclaiming, Blessed be God forever. With this podcast, we gather to listen to God's holy word. In order to prepare our hearts for this task, we begin by acknowledging our sins and saying the following act of contrition. O my God, I repent with my whole heart of all of my sins. I detest them, for it is by them that I deserve the loss of heaven and all the sufferings of hell. But it is also by them that most of all I have offended you, infinite goodness. And it is because of this I firmly resolve, with the help of your grace, a grace that I ask you to grant me now and always, that I will do what penance I can, and desire to rather die than offend you again. Amen. O Lord, be in our hearts, and on our lips, and shown in our lives, so that we may proclaim and know the word of the Lord in the name of your Son, Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. You have also forgotten the exhortation addressed to you as children. My son, do not disdain the discipline of the Lord, or lose heart when reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. He scourges every son he acknowledges. Endure your trials as discipline. God treats you as his sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? At the time, all discipline seems a cause not for joy but for pain. Yet later it brings the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. So strengthen your drooping hands and your weak knees. Make straight paths for your feet, that what is lame may not be dislocated but healed. Strive for peace with everyone, and for that holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one be deprived of the grace of God, that no bitter roots spring up and cause trouble, through which many have become defiled. The Word O the Lord, the Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. But the kindness of the Lord is from eternity to eternity toward those who fear him, and his justice toward children's children among those who keep his covenant. The Lord's kindness is everlasting to those who fear him. 
Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them, and they follow me. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given to him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place, and among his own kin and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord Recently I was asked the question, Why do we suffer? Why do we get diseases? Why do we get cancer? Why do we get certain illnesses if God is a good God? And there is kind of a two-part answer. One is simply we live in a fallen world. And that's kind of obvious. I mean, all you got to do is look and see how different things are happening, both in society, culture, and just naturally that causes things that appear to be devastatingly evil and wicked to happen why is it that someone that you would consider to be a good person dies suddenly and without warning well it's because sin and death reign in this world there is a sort of chaos if you will to the way society and nature works. The other is that this suffering, while not necessarily meant punitively, is meant to train us to be more steadfast for the gospel than, and God and godliness than we would have been without it. This is the perspective of the writer of Hebrews today in our first reading when he says at a time discipline seems a cause not for joy but for pain yet later it brings the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it and if there had to be any good that comes out of any bad situation it is the training that you get in always being in a good standing with God that is the point of all suffering. 
That's why Job, in the book of Job, chapter 2, verse 11, uh, first verse 10, tells us that we must accept evil with the same attitude that we would accept winning the lottery. If we would rejoice with getting a couple hundred million dollars in our bank account, we should do the same when we receive a bad report from a doctor or hear that somebody had died. Or when something bad happens and we don't achieve what we think we're going to achieve. Life is full of setbacks. Our response to those setbacks determine our eternal fate. It's not that we've done anything wicked. I mean, original sin's there. It's not necessarily that we ourselves have committed a sin that is the cause for, as Jesus said in John chapter 9, an individual's blindness or physical ailment. It is an opportunity for us to be more than we could have been otherwise. This is how adversity uh, always faces us. And I have told many people this over the course of my life, that it makes no difference what kind of obstacles come in your way. If you don't let the obstacle define you, and you treat it as a chance to overcome and do something more, you'll be greater. When you achieve that something more, no matter how somebody's talked down to you or told you that it, you aren't good enough, you rise up and prove that you are. And that's the whole point here. It's that point that we need to strive for peace even when it's impossible and to have holiness so that we can truly become the kind of people that God is looking for. See to it, the scripture writer writes, that no one is deprived of the grace of God and that no bitter root spring up and cause trouble by which you become defiled. It's this bitter root that most people find problematic because they want vengeance for every evil ever done to them. They don't understand that they must forgive to receive the full blessing of holiness in their lives. You don't want anyone to be deprived of the grace of God, even your own enemies. You see, that's the point here in today's reading. God addresses us as children. We address him as father. And we need to learn obedience just like Christ did. God doesn't remove the hardships. He leaves them in to prove who we are so that he can render a righteous judgment about you and I. As the saying goes, you can't keep birds from 
relieving themselves on your head. But you can have, a, have basically an effect on your response to it. So what is your response to adversity? Do you give in? Or do you give God the glory? We who have listened to your word and pondered its meaning now turn to you to declare our faith in response by saying, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men, and our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death, and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. At the invitation of Christ we come, dear Father, to await before your throne. We stand here not in our own righteousness, but we are clothed with the righteousness of Jesus Christ, your Son. As a result, we who have received your grace and our hearts, which are warmed by your Holy Spirit, now are inclined to praise you and say, Blessed are you, Lord, our God and God of our fathers, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, the great, mighty, and awesome God, God supreme, who extends loving kindness and is master of all, who remembers the gracious deeds of our forefathers, and who has brought a Redeemer with love to their children's children for his name's sake. King, Helper, Savior, and Protector, blessed are you, Lord, Protector of Abraham. Your might is eternal, O Lord, who revives the dead, powerful in saving, who makes the wind to blow and the rain to fall who sustains the living with loving kindness, who revives the dead with great mercy, who supports the fallen, heals the sick, frees the captive, and keeps faith with the dead. Who is like you, Almighty, and who resembles you, O King, who can bring death and give life, and make salvation blossom forth? And faithful are you, to revive the dead. Blessed are you, Lord, who makes the dead live. You are holy, and your name is holy, and those who are holy shall praise you every day. Blessed are you, Lord, 
the holy God. You grant knowledge to man and teach understanding to humans. From your own self, favor us with knowledge, understanding, and sense. Blessed are you, Lord, giver of knowledge. Return us, our Father, to your word, and draw us closer, our King, to your worship, and bring us back before you in complete repentance. Blessed are you, Lord, who desires repentance. Forgive us, our Father, for we have sinned. Pardon us, our King, for we have transgressed. For you are a pardoner and forgiver. Blessed are you, Lord, the gracious one who forgives abundantly. Look upon us in our suffering and fight our struggles. Redeem us speedily for your name's sake, for you are a mighty Redeemer. Blessed are you, Lord, Redeemer of Israel. Heal us, O Lord, and we shall be healed. Save us, and we shall be saved. For you are our glory. Send complete healing for our every illness. For you, Divine King, are the faithful merciful physician. Blessed are you, Lord, who heals the sick of his people Israel. Bless this year for us, O Lord our God, and all its varied produce, that it be for good. Provide dew and rain as a blessing on the face of the earth. Satisfy us with your goodness. And bless this year like the good years. Blessed are you, Lord, who blesses the years. Sound the great shofar to proclaim our freedom. Lift up a banner for the ingathering of our exiles, and bring us together from the four corners of the earth. Blessed are you, Lord, who gathers together the dispersed of his people Israel. Restore our judges as at the first, and our counselors as in the beginning, removing from us sorrow and sighing. Rule over us, you alone, O Lord, with kindness and mercy, and vindicate us in the judgment. Blessed are you, Lord, King who loves righteousness and judgment. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of his glorious majesty forever and ever. On the righteous and the saintly, on the elders of your people, the house of Israel, and on their surviving scholars, on the true proselyte, and on ourselves. Let your compassion flow, O Lord our God. Grant a good reward to all who sincerely trust in your name. Place our lot with them forever, and let us not be ashamed. For in you do we trust. Blessed are you, Lord, the support and security 
of the righteous. To Jerusalem, your city, return with compassion, and dwell within it as you promised. Rebuild it soon in our days as an everlasting structure, and speedily establish in its midst the throne of David. Blessed are you, Lord, builder of Jerusalem. Concerning the offspring of your servant David, Jesus Christ, quickly cause him to flourish and lift up his power by your deliverance. For your deliverance we constantly hope. Blessed are you, Lord, who makes the glory of deliverance to flourish. Hear our voice, O Lord, our God. Show compassion and mercy to us. Accept our prayers with mercy and favor. For you are a God who hears prayers and supplications. And from your presence, O God, turn us not away empty. For you hear the prayer of your people Israel with compassion. Blessed are you, Lord, who hears prayer. Favorably receive, O Lord our God, your people Israel and their prayer. Restore the worship to your temple in Zion. Receive with love and favor the offerings of Israel and their prayer. And may the worship of your people Israel always be favorably received by you. May our eyes behold your return to Zion in mercy. Blessed are you, Lord, who restores his divine presence to Zion. We give thanks unto you, who are the Lord our God, and God of our fathers for all eternity. You are the strength of our lives, the shield of our deliverance. In every generation we shall thank you and declare your praise for our lives that are entrusted into your hand and for our souls that are in your care and for your miracles that are daily with us and for your wondrous deeds and goodness that occur at all times, evening, morning, and noon. You are the benevolent one, for your mercies are never-ended, the compassionate one, for your deeds of kindness do not stop. Always have we placed our hope in you. For all this, O our King, may your name be always blessed and exalted forever and ever. All the living will forever thank you and praise your name in truth. O God, our eternal salvation and help. Blessed are you, Lord, whose name is goodness. It is pleasing to give thanks to you. Establish peace, well-being, blessing, grace, loving-kindness, and mercy upon us, and upon all Israel, your people. Bless us, our Father, all of us as one, by the light of your presence. For by the light of your presence have you given us, O Lord, our God, a Torah of life, love of kindness, justice, blessing, compassion, life, and peace. And it is good in your sight, 
to bless your people Israel at all times and in every hour with your peace. Blessed are you, Lord, who blesses his people Israel with peace. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. My God, guard my tongue from evil and my lips from speaking deceit. Let my soul be silent to them that curse me. Yes, let my soul be like dust unto all. Open my heart to your word and let my soul pursue your commandments. And all who think evil against me, quickly annul their designs and frustrate their intentions. May it be your will, O Lord, our God and God of our fathers, that no person be jealous of me, nor I of others, that I not become angry, and that I not anger you. Save me from the evil inclination, and place humility in my heart. Do it for the sake of your name, and for the sake of your might, for the sake of your holiness, for the sake of your word, in order that your loved ones may be saved. Save me through your might and answer my prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O God, my strength and my Redeemer. May he who makes peace in the heavens, make peace for us and for all Israel, and say, Amen. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in peace and glorify the Lord with how we live among others. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to our podcast today and adding your prayers to ours. As a result of those who have been generous in giving donations to this particular podcast through the buymeacoffee.com backslash detesh link, we now add the following prayer. Dear Father, because you have loved us and have given to us, we love you and give to you in return. Help us to never give reluctantly or under compulsion but cheerfully. For we remember Jesus Christ, who though he was rich, for our sakes became poor, that through his poverty we might become rich. We therefore pray for all of our benefactors who have supported this ministry with financial donations through the buymeacoffee.com backslash detesh link. That is buymeacoffee, one word, dot com, backslash, D-T-E-S-H, link. For we thank you for all their time and provincial support, which enables us to fulfill this ministry that you have entrusted to us. As a result, we pray for their personal intentions 
knowing that you have a good plan for each one of our lives. For those who are ill, we pray for your healing touch to be upon them. For those who are in need of a job, we ask that the doors of employment open to them. For those in need of hope, we ask that your light will scatter the darkness in their life and fill them with your love. We ask for peace to reign in each one of their hearts and the hearts of their loved ones. For those who are lukewarm, we ask that you will fan the flame of a new passion for your name in their hearts. For the lost, we ask that you enfold them in your loving embrace so that they can know how to be near to you who are close at hand to each one of us. For those who are brokenhearted, we ask that your touch would mend their hearts. For those in need of mercy, we ask that they will know the healing balm of your forgiveness. For those in need of grace, we ask that you lavishly pour forth your grace in abundance. For those struggling with addictions, we ask that you set them free from these chains. For those who are in fear, we ask that they may come to know that you are greater than all things, because you are the perfect love that cast out fear. For those who are in sorrow and mourning, we ask that you turn their tears into joy. And for those who are healthy, with peace and joy, we praise you, Lord, and we ask you to continue to secure them in those graces. Grant, we pray, O Heavenly Father, that all of our families, all of our friends, and every one of our benefactors will one day meet you face to face in your heavenly kingdom. We know that we can never repay you for the gift of salvation that you give us, for the very eternal life that you want to impart to us, and the cleansing of sin that you willingly provide, as well as the peace and joy that are ours in Christ Jesus. But we do ask that you accept all those who have given to Detach Catholic Place through the buymeacoffee.com backslash D-T-E-S-H link as a means of showing our recognition of your love for us and our gratitude for you. In Jesus' name, amen.